Bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. If it's the first time you're joining The Rendezvous and you're wondering that accent, c'est français. French from Paris, the city of lights and of lovers. Talking of that, do you remember the first time you said I love you? I, ju I just thought of that because I had a, a, a quick conversation with a friend of mine who was saying, you know, do you remember the first time you said I love you? I, I do for myself. I was 13 and a half. He was in high school on a bench in Paris. Never forgot it. I love you. Je t'aime. Precious words. Anyway, I'm going to go to the phone lines because I've got a woman waiting and her man apparently doesn't put any more effort in finding any creative ideas of doing anything at all. So I'm going to talk to her and help her out next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, when you have a question about your relationship, you call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rachel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you? What is going on in your life? Um, I guess I seem to keep running into the same problem when I'm dating. Uh, I always seem to be bending over backwards, taking the initiative to plan on these dates. Mm -hmm. And these dudes keep taking it for granted. And I'd really appreciate if they maybe um, gave creativity or put their ideas out there instead of me having to plan everything. Because it makes me feel like they don't care. So it's like once you're inside the relationship, or is that from the beginning, from the get-go, you find it's once you guys settle down and you have to do all the creative work? I think in the beginning they like pull out all the stops and then like once we're official, then they feel like they don't have to try anymore. <laughs> That's a common problem. Us guys, you know, it's interesting you say that because it's true that before we become official, we become, you know, we are more romantic, more creative, we want to impress you. And then once we've had the ooh-la-la and everything is kind of like for sure, then we lose. So I think that you can talk about this. I think you can tell the guy you're dating, hey, listen, uh, it's not a one-way street, right? So don't take me for granted. You know, creativity is an expression of romance too. Uh, making plans, thinking ahead, it's a romantic. And so don't forget, guys, all of us, me included, we, we can be a little lazy, just want to hang out at home, have ooh-la-la, watch TV, okay? That's... A lot of us like that. And in return, you know, sometimes I've noticed women like to do more creative things and go see plays, concerts and all that. So I just think that it's time for you to have the talk and, and not let them, you know, drag you for too long without making an effort. It should be 50-50, to be honest. Yeah, I guess it's just awkward to have that conversation because it's like I shouldn't have to, but I guess I need to be more forward about what I want. Oh, totally. It's not an awkward conversation. It's a must-have conversation, Rachel, that if I was your boyfriend, I would not take it bad. I would not get offended. I said, you know, you're right, honey, and, and uh, I'll think of something for next weekend. I, I think it helps us, Rachel, when you do that. It helps us guys to step up right. to the plate. So when you don't say anything, when you keep the unspoken, nothing evolves, Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. That Be was, that's really helpful. Best of luck to you, Rachel. It's going to be fine. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Have you ever been in that situation in your relationship where, you know, many times your partner does or doesn't do something and you want to say something, but you don't? You don't because you're afraid to be awkward. Like my last caller, Rachel, she, she was afraid to be awkward. And let me give you a couple examples of when that happens, okay? Let's start by the most simple. Um, you think your partner could do better at something. You don't say it. They let themselves go. You don't say it. And I mean like they're not creative. 
They don't make any plans. They buy you the same present almost every year. You feel they just take you for granted. You don't say a thing. There is also the ulala. How many times either you or your partner ever thought, oh, I wish we were doing like this, but not said it, and then nothing evolves. So if you want to know how and when to have these awkward conversations, just stay with me. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. So when and how to have these awkward conversations, the things that you want to say to your partner and you withhold them, withhold them because you don't want to feel awkward. Two things. A for guys, remember, men are grumpy until you feed the beast. Always talk to your man after he had a good meal. Because us guys, I don't know why, me included, we get so grumpy and defensive if we haven't had a good meal. Number one. Number two for the guys when it comes to women about the timing, just remember also to be sensitive and talk softly. I've noticed that the biggest mistake sometimes guys do with women, they talk too loud, too close in their face. And nobody in general likes that. So that's when to do it and how to do it. Don't be accusing, suggest things. I would like us to do like this. I would like us to go out more. I would like us to go to shows and stuff like that. Let's be creative together. You make it a team effort, all for one and one for all. That's what makes everybody feel at ease and welcome. Uh, I got to go back to you calls next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. When you have a question about your partner, you call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? So I have a boyfriend, and we've been together for six months, mm -hmm. and he has a daughter who's 12 years old, and she's very bratty. It's been very difficult dealing with her, and it's causing me some discomfort being around the family. Mm -hmm. But he, she, she acts like an angel when she's with him. So I feel really uncomfortable bringing it up to him, but I don't know. Like, do you think I should tell him or should I just wait it out some more? I'm not sure what I do with such a sensitive family topic. Okay. No, listen, um, on this matter, I think you should talk to your boyfriend. Uh, you guys are not married, not engaged. So right now you have no right on the kid and you should not you know, address that personally. That's not how I see it. But you, boyfriend, the father of this 12-year-old teens, and all teens have a difficult time. So uh, it's universal. You should talk to him and say, listen, uh, you got to discipline her. That's enough. Right, He has to make the discipline. He's the dad. He's entitled to make the discipline. If he doesn't do it, he doesn't protect you. He doesn't protect the relationship. And then maybe you're going to want to date somebody else. So mm -hmm. if he loves you, he's going to protect you. It doesn't mean it's against the daughter. It just means be a dad and make sure that, you know she's courteous to you and respectful. But you can't discipline her. It's his daughter. And for as long as you guys are at least not married... It's his job to make sure she treats you with respect. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him about it. Talk to him and tell him to be firm. He's got to protect the relationship. He's got to protect you. One goes with the other. I'll let him know. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime, Jen. Have a good night. Good luck to you. It will be fine. Good night. Yes. Bye-bye now. Next, I'm going to go to the email I just received at therendezvousshow.com because I've got a guy who says he went on a date and the woman got too pushy. He doesn't know what to do. That's next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you can't reach me by phone, just email me. You question at therendezvousshow.com and Trisha will read it out loud. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour. So this is a date or dump. Okay. From Samuel. All right. 
He says, I've been out with this girl two times, and at the end of every date, she's told me that I'm going to take her out again, and when? Mm -hmm. It seems kind of pushy to me. I've gone along with it until this point, but now she wants me to take her out again, and I'm not even sure if I want to go with her. In one way, it's good that she takes the pressure off of me asking, but on the other hand, it kind of makes me feel emasculated. Should I date her or dump her? Emasculated? Samuel, I'm going to answer your question next on The Rendezvous, so stay with me. Simon Marcel, welcome back to The Rendezvous. So I got this email from Samuel who said that he went out on two dates with this girl, and then then she twice said, hey, we're going to go out again. And then Samuel says, you know, I feel like, you know, she's pushing and I'm not even sure I really like her. But at the same time, I'm happy she asked me out again. But I feel kind of like maybe emasculated. I'm going to tell you something, Samuel. I mean, and I'm sure I'm older than you. There's nothing emasculating in a woman asking you out a third time. What you're not saying is you don't really like her. And that's okay. So don't put it on the emasculating. Just say, you know, uh, no, because you can't mislead somebody, whether they ask you twice or three times. All you got to do, Samuel, is say no. Um, let's not go out anymore because honesty pays off. That's my advice to you, Samuel. The more direct, the better. And don't be afraid of women who are asking you out. I dream, by the way, of women asking me out one, two, three times. It's not happening to me, though. Anyway, I want to hear a little bit of romance. So if you have a good love story, just call me now, please. 855-905-8255. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. There is no love without romance. And romance is expressed every day between two people all over America. And I want to hear your story Please call me at 855-905-8255. And I've got Emily on the line. Bonjour, Emily. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Bonjour, wanted, bonjour. Thank you. I wanted to, um, I hear, listen to the stories all the time, the beautiful romance. And I wanted to call and share a story of mine, if that's okay. Oh, absolutely. Please. Wonderful. Well, this actually has to do with my first kiss. Um, silly, mm -hmm. but it happened on the beaches of Oahu in Hawaii. Well, I was jealous. on vacation. I was on vacation there, and I met a boy. Uh -huh. And we, I was very young. I was about 13. And one night, we're walking along the beaches after like 10, and he stops all of a sudden. We both sit down in the sand. It's beautiful. The moon's high and big. And all of a sudden, he turns around and he kisses me. And it was perfect. It was perfect and beautiful, and it gave me a really, really great outlook on romance from a very young age. I'm so glad to hear this. Is this those moments? We all have them, Emily. You know, I, I remember my first kiss was on a bench in Paris. I was also mm -hmm. 13 and a half, 14, the same age with my girlfriend. And those first kiss, sometimes so romantic, we just. We wish it would happen again like that. This magic first kiss, right? Exactly. I mean, it's it's the most perfect scenario that you can think of. It, you know, for something as simple as a first kiss. Uh, uh, totally. Emily, thank you so much for sharing that story. I mean, I love those stories. And, and as you know, it's, it just makes my night to hear all the mm -hmm. positive romantic stories. So thank you so much for sharing that first kiss romantic story with us tonight. And I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for your stories. You're welcome. I got a bunch of emails you sent me at therendezvousshow.com, and that's next on The Rendezvous. 
Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you can't call me, just email me your question at therendezvousshow.com and Trisha will read out loud for me. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour. So this is a listener email from Taylor. Okay. Every time I go out with my friends, my girlfriend FaceTimes me and mm-hmm. then I don't answer. And she gets mad and thinks I'm up to something. But if I go out with my friends, I don't want to FaceTime with her. So it's a lose-lose situation for me because either way, it ruins my night. I'm hoping you can give me some advice on how to deal with this. Tell I'm so glad you emailed me because I've been in your shoes. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think is the best way to handle this. So stay with me. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I got an email from Taylor because he says that every time he goes out with his friends, his girlfriend would like to FaceTime and he doesn't want to FaceTime. What's the best way to resolve this kind of lose-lose situation? And I think, since I've been in his shoes, that the best thing is to do a compromise, okay? Because there is always two sides of the coin. So if she wants to FaceTime like that, she might be worried a little bit. And I don't know your story, so I'm going to assume not. But usually when there is extra FaceTime, maybe you're given a reason or a little bit of doubting you. Maybe. So how about this? How about a compromise would be fine? Maybe she can FaceTime you once, you know, during the evening, not 10 times, once. But you got to pick up. So the rule is, no matter when, you will pick up. So she never has to worry you're going to not pick up. In return, she can't FaceTime you like 10 times. It's one time. So you go 50%, she goes 50%, and you use that magic formula for relationships, compromise. I'm going to tell you how I've been in your shoes and where worse, that's next. Simon Marcel from The Rendezvous. So I just want to share this story because I got Teller who emailed me that his girlfriend would FaceTime him all the time. And I said, you know, you have to have a compromise. You have to answer no matter when, but she can't FaceTime you more than once in the evening or we all go nuts. Now, I've had a girlfriend that didn't follow that rule. And so basically the rule was she would FaceTime me. I'm, I'm serious. I don't know. 30 times a day. 30 times. Where, just to make sure I'm okay, where am I having dinner, what's on the menu and all this. But it became controlling. FaceTime me, FaceTime me video, you know. And at the, sometimes you're in the bathroom, sometimes you're not. You just don't want to be on video all the time. And then she went too far. One night, I was coming back actually from the show. She was in Paris. And she said, I want to FaceTime now. I said, not now. She said, why? Are you hiding somebody? I said, there's nobody in my condo. She said, I think there is. No, there isn't. Yeah, there is. That's why you don't want to FaceTime video now. I said, no, because I'm tired. And then I said, okay, you know what? Let's do it for a split second. So I, I was a sucker. I started FaceTime me in the empty condo. And then we get to my bedroom and listen to this. She says, I want to make sure there's nobody in your bed. I said, are you serious? She says, yeah, I mean, I don't want, maybe there's a woman. Just do me a favor, open the covers. So I said to her, either you're really crazy or you have a problem. But let me, let me tell you this. If I open the covers and there's nobody, I'm going to break up with you. Or, trust me, guess what she said? Lift up the cover. She did. I lift up the cover and I broke up with her. And I never, never went back with her. Because FaceTime is a tool for jealousy and control. And that's not love. That's almost hate. I refuse to be controlled and you should refuse to. So that's the limits when somebody says, lift up the cover. There's maybe somebody waiting for you. Who am I? You know, I don't know. I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio or some of those guys. <laughs> I tell you, this is the truth. Anyway, uh, more of the rendezvous next. Stay with me. 
Bonsoir and thank you for listening to the rendezvous in that late moment of the night. I want to say something. Every night, I know you're working, you're driving to work, maybe driving back home from work, and I'm still with, here with you, and, and I'm so happy I can do that. You know, I've wanted to be a talk show host for many years, and when that happened, I, I just tell you, it's, it's just a miracle, and I, I don't take it for granted. I'm, I'm grateful to have this radio show every night with you and, and grateful for you who, who uh, uh, listen and, and call me and email me and all this. So uh, one thing I also want to say, uh, we have a great website, by the way. If you'd like The Rendezvous, we have a, a fabulous website called therendezvousshow.com. And there is everything about the show, the TV show. So I did in bed with Simon, things I do on Fox, things I do outside of the radio. And the podcast is there, La Confession. Just You don't want to miss it. So if you like The Rendezvous, Go check out therendezvousshow.com. And I'll be back tomorrow night with more of your calls and your romantic stories. Until then, have a good night, sweet dreams, and bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.